Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, we're going to hit the mailbag, and I've got quite a few different and interesting uh, emails that have come to me in the last couple of days that I want to share with you. But I want you to understand a couple of things as we start out in this thing. Number one, I want you to understand that I'm not a political creature. I don't cling to groups. Any group that would have me, I wouldn't want to be a member of. Um, that's an old joke from an old comedian, but the bottom line is, is that... There's a thing where people get hung up in groups and groupthink. And I think groups and groupthink are really a lot of the problem in our society because people don't think for themselves. They just let somebody else parrot into their mind what they want to think. And so as I go through some of the stuff today, especially the one article that I think is more politically inclined than the others, I want you to realize I'm not politically inclined. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I would never belong to either party. I have voted. But that's my right to pick who I think that person. And by the way, I take the person I think that is most qualified at the moment. I don't hang by a party. It just doesn't work for me. There's just no group of people that say the same thing I want to say all the time. And so I have to think. And I want you to think. Now, I want to take you one step further. I'm going to go through some stuff today that's going to seem like it's political, seem like it's partisan. But it's not on my point. It's not partisan. It's just stupid. And I'm going to outline something for you in this first article that is just stupid. There's no politics behind this. You can't be in any political party as dumb as this article reads. Now, I also want to tell you this. I have not verified the article. Somebody sent it to me and uh, thought it would be interesting. And I usually don't do political articles at all. But in this one... You have to hear this. You have to hear this because if this is true, and by the way, if anybody out there finds out this is not true, then you contact me and I will put you or your representative on the radio and give you equal time to state why it's not true. I don't know that it is or I don't know that it isn't, but I'll tell you what, if it is, this political person that said this is a lunatic. They are quite honestly a lunatic. 
and the political party that would back these people and let this person get away with saying this, I don't know what to think. I don't know how it is that the 20% of America now dominates the 80% of America that thinks the 20%'s ideas are stupid, but that's what's going on. Now, why would you bring that up? Well, this is a show about being financially free. Do you think there's any possibility of you ever being financially free if it's all right for people to steal your stuff? <laughs> that's what this article says. It should be all right for people to steal your stuff. Now, I'm gonna read the article because I don't need to embellish it to make it any better, it's already great. It says, in Texas, and by the way, the article stated this, and I pondered whether or not to read the article's title. It says, is it possible for someone to be dumber than AOC? And there's a picture of this very old Hispanic lady who must have been the person they're talking about. And it goes on and says, in Texas, State Representative Terry Meza, I'm assuming that's the lady's picture, is a Democrat from Irving, and that's where we're having our expo this year, so I know where Irving is, has introduced a bill, HB 196. Her bill would repeal the state's castle doctrine. This doctrine allows a homeowner to use deadly force against an armed intruder who breaks into the home. Okay? So she wants to repeal that, get rid of it. It's been there forever. She wants to say, no, you can't shoot somebody who breaks into your home. Now listen to what she has to say. I'm not saying that stealing is okay. No, you are believe it or not, saying that. All I'm saying is it doesn't warrant a death penalty. Thieves only carry weapons for self-protection and to provide the householder an incentive to cooperate. Well, that's a lie right there. They don't carry guns just for protection. They carry guns to kill people. And they do kill people all the time. Break in, murder, take your stuff. Happens all the time, lady. I don't know where you came from. I have no idea where you, you came up with that theory, uh, that these only carry guns for self-protection. They just want, get this, they just want to loot and get away. When the resident tries to resist is when people get hurt. If only one side had armed, if only one side is armed, fewer people would be killed. Wow. So let's let the criminals have guns and not regular people. Now guys, you have to understand, I'm not, I'm not coming at this from a Republican. I'm coming at this as a human being. Is there any common sense in that at all? goes on and says, Mesa was quick to reassure that her bill would not totally prevent homeowners from defending themselves. Under the new law she proposes, the homeowner's obligation is to flee the home at first sign of intrusion. Get this. I knock on your door. I'm going to rob you. Get out. And you're supposed to run away and let them have everything you own. If fleeing is not possible, he must cooperate with the intruder. Can you see this? Excuse me, sir. I'm going to rob you now. Will you start carrying your stuff out to my truck, please? Please cooperate. I've got a gun. You can't have a gun. So please cooperate. But if violence breaks out, it's the homeowner's responsibility to make sure no one gets hurt. Oh, sir, I brought a gun into your house. I'm robbing you. And now I shot your wife. That's your fault. You should never resist it. It's now your fault. And if I get hurt, I can sue you. It goes on and says the best way to achieve this is to use the minimum non-lethal force possible because intruders will be able to, with this new law, to sue you for any injuries they receive at the hands of the homeowner. Now, guys, I, I wish I could see your faces when you hear this. I wish I could see the faces of 100 or 1,000 of you at the same time and see if you actually believe this is true. Like I said, I've not verified this, but this is a person, Terry Mesa, Democrat in Irving, Texas, that's proposing this bill, and the bill is HB 196. And if I'm wrong, 
be happy to put you fair time on the area to show what really is happening. I would be, I would love to find out that this is a lie because it's insanity. It goes on. It says, in most instances, the thief needs the money more than the homeowner does, Mesa reasoned. The homeowner's insurance will reimburse their losses, although they won't. There's a deductible lady. You don't even know what insurance policy does. On balance, the transfer of property is likely to lead to a more equitable distribution of wealth. Can you believe that? Now we're getting to equitable distributions of wealth like having criminals steal your stuff. And that's a good thing. My bill can help make this transfer a peaceful one and so much better. Can you imagine this? Somebody should go to her house right now, knock, knock on the door, go, hi, I'm here to steal, I'm here to rob you. I'd like you to help me load my truck up with all your stuff. Please don't resist. I don't want to have to shoot you and then sue you for getting us into a fight. You know it's your responsibility to just help me steal from you. Can this be a real human being? Is there somebody on this earth that's that stupid? And then you want to know why whole groups of people can't make a living can't get ahead, can't become financially successful. Entire groups of people, you can call them whatever you want to call them. They're a group of some kind. They get together and they formulate ideas together. That makes them a group. And a whole group of people out there cannot become successful because why? Because they have some idiot like this making up these ideas and perpetuating it, trying to make it law. I hope, in fact, I want you to Contact me if you're mad at me. Ask Dell at luinc.com. That's A S K D E L. Ask Dell at luinc.com. luinc.com. That's Lifestyles Unlimited Inc.com. Contact me. Tell me you're mad at me. Tell me you think that it was inappropriate for me to play this on the radio and let people see how stupid some portion of our society can be. Now, from the files of Del Wamsley. You're doing so well making money because you're a millionaire means nothing to someone who is a billionaire. It's small potatoes. Just like this guy telling me that, hey, I've retired and I saved a million dollars and man, I've made it. That's it, I'm successful. And I'm saying, no, sir. In your mind, you're successful. In the world of the upper one percentile, you haven't even come close. You see, the upper one percentile of human beings in America control 80% of the wealth. You have to be at 3.5 million just to break into the upper 1%. So that puts you in the lower 19th percentile. Because people in the upper 20 percentile control 90, 95% of all the wealth in this country is owned by the upper 20%. So this gentleman is obviously in that upper 20%. So he's nowhere near, near as successful as the people in my program that have gone out and bought four or five apartment complexes. Nowhere near, not even close. I'll be right back with Del Wamsley Radio Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. My address, if you want to contact me, is askdell at l-u-i-n-c dot com which stands for Lifestyles Unlimited, Inc. So it's askdell at l-u-i-n-c dot com. Askdell at l-u-i-n-c dot com. And uh, we can get your you know questions answered for you. Um, it's me answering your questions. No one else. Uh, I take my own emails and so forth. So if you've got something, send it to me, and we'll see if we can get it. If it's good, uh, we'll, we'll think about putting it on the radio as a question uh, that we can answer we're actually um, reading some emails that I've received in the last couple of days. And the next one I want to work on is um, from a, a gentleman that has a problem with tenants. And so I'm going to read it to you. Again, I don't want to color these until I can get to the part where I'm trying to break it down for you. But he says, Hi, Dell, I've been listening to your show as best as I can while working for the past five years or so. I've been renting out my single-family home for about six years now and it seems only one or two of those years have been desirable as far as good tenants go. I've used real estate agents as well as my own resources to find tenants. It seems like no matter what, I'll be getting the bad end of the stick. Just recently, I helped out a local older couple by letting them sign a six-month deal due to their house catching fire and their homeowner's insurance company agreed to pay for everything. The tenant trashed the house and have left after only three months into the term with the insurance company telling me they were terminating any involvement with this tenant as well. They have gotten the house rent readily in the last week, and uh, we have lots of interest even only in the first day of listing. But I'm very curious if you have any advice on the best way to determine what makes good tenants other than the ordinary checks. Thank you for your time. You know, this is an age-old problem that people can't understand because the problem is most always themselves what do I mean by that there are bad people out there and bad people are bad because they're good liars and because they're good liars normal people can't ascertain if they're bad people because the best liars what is the thief where are the best salesmen in the world they're in jail they're thieves and so 
when you say I've used real estate agents, real estate agents doesn't do you any good. And I've used my own resources. And I guarantee you, you didn't. Because the reality is, before you let a tenant in, you're going to do so much checking on that tenant, it's going to blow your mind. I have three girls that do nothing but check tenancy applications. They run them through a credit check. They run them through a criminal check. They run them through a housing background check. They verify their income. They verify their employment as far back as they can. And if these people are not just perfect, we don't take them. Now, I guarantee you, and I've told this to people for 30 years, if you have a bad tenant, you come visit me and bring me all of your checking materials. And I'll prove to you you didn't check. Because if you checked, you'll find out if they're bad. Or you'll find out that they were bad, but then you said, I did this person a failure. They had a bad time. They, you, people think that bad times come and go and that people have a bad time. And so they, they burnt an old landlord somewhere or they had bad credit for a short period of time because, you know, bad credit is just something that happens to people. It comes out of nowhere, hits you and then goes away and you're OK again. No, my friends, bad credit is a psychological position in life. What is that position? That position is I need your stuff more than you need your stuff. And I'm going to tell you whatever I can tell you to promise you I'll pay you, even though I won't pay you to take your stuff. And once I've got your stuff, I just won't pay you. That's what bad credit is. Get it. Bad credit is not paying somebody for something you took. That's stealing. So why do you have such a problem with calling a spade a spade? Bad credit is bad people. Bad rental history is bad people. Well, they got sick and they, they got pregnant and they lost their job and I've been sick. My wife's been pregnant. I've lost my job. I have no bad credit. Now, why is that? Because I don't live above my means. I don't make people give me stuff I can't afford to buy. That's all there is to it. And so when I have over a thousand tenants living in my business, I get one bad one every now and then. Once a year, we'll have one. But it usually it's like one a year. Because the one will have such a terrible taste in your mouth. You go, my gosh. But when we look back at it, it always happens for one of two reasons. One, we inherited them by buying another property. That's most of the time. We pick them up from somebody else. Or two, whoever I had working for me screened them, found some questionable stuff, but let them bond around it. We said, what do you mean bond around it? Well, we have this system. If you don't qualify, you don't get in. However, if you want to put up a very, very large deposit, everybody tells me you can't do this. We do it all the time. People come in and say, I, I have bad credit. I want to live. They go, oh, well, give us $3,000 then up front as a security deposit at risk if you ever break the lease or do any damage to the unit. People go, you can't get 3000 out of bad people. Bad people don't have money. Bad people have money because they didn't pay the good people they should have paid with the money. They've ripped somebody else off. And what you're saying is, well, I'm going to take you. If I'm going to take on that risk, if it really was only one time in your life, one bad option, then you don't mind putting up a deposit. You know why you don't mind it? Because you'll get it back. See, we're not taking it from you. You're giving it to us to prove that you're real. And then if you go through the whole thing and do it great, we'll give it back to you. And then, wow, then you've got good credit. You've got good rental history. But see, this gentleman doesn't do that. 
There's no way. If someone does $200 worth of $500, $1,000 worth of damage, and I've got $3,000 security deposit, we're going to be able to cover it. If they don't pay rent, and my rents are typically between $1,000 and $1,500 a month, if they don't pay rent, we've got enough to cover it. We've got enough to cover both non-payment of rent that month while we evict them and whatever damages they do. And so do we like having a bad person get through? No, we don't. But we don't look at it as, as if it's their fault. It's our fault for taking. Guys, do you realize you have a better chance of having a bad kid than a bad tenant? Why? Because you didn't pick your kid. You didn't screen your kid. It just popped out and there it was. Now it's a brat. Now it's terrible. But a person that's already lived on this earth at least 21 years old enough to rent, 18 years, whatever it is legally you rent, they've already got a proven track record. They've already proven that they're a snot, a brat, a runny-nosed lunatic wacko, or a very good, sound, hard-working student and or employee. They've already proved it. Your kid, when it pops out, you have no idea. So don't complain about tenants. Tenants are your fault. Complain about kids. <laughs> they just get thrust upon us. I get this kind of article all the time, or this kind of letters all the time, and I'm just telling you, I will prove it to you that you didn't screen your tenant. Or if you did, you did it ineffectively. And that's why and how you end up with bad tenants. Take a short break. Be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Talk 1370. Conventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're doing uh, mail out of the mailbag here, and uh, I've got a bunch of different emails that people sent me. The next one's an interesting one. It's a Bloomberg article, and it states this as its headline. Investors leap at a chance to double their money in 1,387 years. Whew. Money pours in after the Federal Reserve raised its interest rate to 0.05% from zero. So this is the overnight Fed rate. And this is where banks parked their money. It was at zero. So they were at the point where the Fed had given banks the incentive to, to lend money out. Because if it wasn't lent out for something, it was going to earn nothing. Now, if you understand that banks don't like lending their money out, which is weird as can be, but they don't. And they only lend to prime people, which we've got another email in here about that right now. A guy saying he's not prime, so he can't get lent to. You, you have to understand the whole world is really teetering on this massive teeter-totter right now of money and what it earns. So people keep saying, well, you know, real estate's going to crash. Real estate's going to crash. Real estate's going to crash. Real estate can't crash. There's no way it can crash. Gosh, I pray sometimes it will crash. I, I do. I, I literally get up inside of my bed and kneel down and ask the Lord, make real estate crash for me again, please. <laughs> but it won't. And the reason it won't is because people can't even earn a half of 1%. It's five-tenths of 1%. You're not even earning 1% interest on your money. Now, think about being a retired person. In the old days, you could get CDs that would go up to 10, 12, 15, 18% if you went out long enough. You could even get savings accounts that earn 5 or 6%. And now you're earning less than 1% with your money. Well, you have to invest it in real estate. There's nothing else you can put it into. 
You put it in the stock market and it goes up and it goes down, it goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. And lo, it be the day that it goes down the day you need it because it's down. That's the difference. Real estate pays you a rate of return. And currently, I'm seeing most distributions out there coming in somewhere between 6 and 10%. We used to earn, by the way, 15 to 20%. So I won't even begin to say that we're making the same kind of cash flow we were making before. But we used to be able to buy real estate at a 20 cap rate. In other words, 20 times earnings. So now we have to pay four times earnings, a four cap rate. So that's 96% of debt that we have to pay compared to what we used to have to pay. It's just ungodly. But the thing is, even with that, it's still the highest cash on cash return you can get of 6 to 10%. Now, there's some deals that are better than that because they're just incredible deals. There's probably some deals that are worse than that because they're not very good deals. They were bought improperly. But when you add to the fact that that 6 to 10% is tax-free, that doubles its value because I'm in the 40% tax bracket. Not all of you are, but I am. So every dollar I earn, I have to give up 40 cents of it, right? But if I can earn it in real estate, I can earn it without paying the 40 cents. So it's almost double. So six becomes nine, because I don't have to give half of it away. And 10 becomes 15, because I don't have to give half of it away. The point I'm making this article says, in the article, what it states is, is that billions and billions of dollars were taken out of the government's money system for five-tenths of one percent. They're saying they're afraid that banks won't lend money to anybody if they can earn this much by just sticking it in the Federal Reserve and earning the overnight rate of five-tenths of one percent. They said, why did they do this? Banks will stop lending. They'll start putting their money where they know it's safe. To me, it just proves that the money system right now is so fragile. And, you know, there's real estate prices are going up radically, continue to go up. Rental prices are going up radically. They continue to go up. And it's all because there's too much money chasing too little product out there. But you can't build anything new. You can't afford to build something brand new right now. Lumber, concrete, labor, astronomically expensive right now. And so, less and less supply, more and more demand for some place to put your money in. What do you get? And by the way, the demand is increasing from other countries also. People don't want to be in communist countries. You know, people here want to all turn this country into a communist country. No, you don't. People are killing themselves to get here, to get away from what you want to turn this country into, a socialist or a communist country. They're killing themselves to get away from a dictatorship, and you're wanting to turn this into a dictatorship. You need to open your eyes. The here and the now and this country is the greatest place on earth. There's no other place even close. And your opportunity to become wealthy, the here and now, wealthy, is absolute. I bring you people every single week on the show. I bring you people every month live. I bring you people every year at our expo. And I just keep proving it to you. The people, one after another, after tens of hundreds of them, are retiring wealthy in just two to five years. This is the place to do it. This is the way to do it. But you've got to do it. 
and you have to believe. Whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe, it can achieve. And that's like I'm saying on these mailbags today. When I go through this mail, what I'm saying to you is the reason you're not where you want to be financially is because you don't think about life the right way. You have the wrong beliefs about the rules of this universe and how they work. And because of that, you're going to have problems. Here's an interesting one. This is a short one I'll finish the segment up with. It's like, in-person meetings still critical for sales and customer-facing teams, travel managers say. So there's this is an article put out by, I think it's Embers, whatever that is. I have no idea what it is. Business software or something. And they're saying that, hey, even though everybody has learned to use all these face-to-face internet platforms during the pandemic here, that it's going to come back real going to places and meeting people and traveling to sell and to market is going to come back. Now they're saying they believe that if the company's going to cut back on their travel costs, it's going to be with educational stuff. They're going to let people take educational material over the internet. But when you're trying to sell a customer or keep a customer satisfied and you want to create that customer satisfaction feel, they're saying that people are going to travel and that travel might even become more important than it was before the pandemic. So the reverse logic to that is, hey, people have been so disposed to not touching people that a real human touch, as in a real meeting by a human being, could sway a deal massively now. Someone goes, wow, you actually took the trouble and the risk of your life to travel here and talk to me. I think I like you. I think I like your company. And that's an interesting thought. During the pandemic, the deep, deep pandemic, we were letting people tour themselves, self-touring of the apartment. So what we do is somebody set an appointment to come and get it, to look at a unit. We would hook the unit up with a lock that's electronic that we can change the lock number. We'd give them a code that they could get in with and only they could get in with that code. We'd know if the lock was open. We'd know if the lock was relocked because it's all electronic. And they'd go and they'd look at the unit themselves. They self-toured the apartment complex. And boy, you can tell you, my people love this. You know, all of a sudden my, my leasing agents and tenants didn't have to do anything and they could work from home and it was all fun and games for them. But there came a point where we started seeing people open up and opening up meant that now there was competition. Now somebody was gonna actually give enough respect to this person to tour them, to spend time with them, to answer their questions where before everything was internet and phone. So, we're touring again. So these guys are probably right. Now more intel to build a better lifestyle. From Del Wamsley. When you are actively involved in something that is important, time flies by. So when you're trying to become successful, time is flying by. But if you understand that in theory, relativity is relative to your thinking and your brain and your feeling and the prevalence of what's going on. It doesn't mean the same thing as it's actually moving faster. Time is moving fast at all times. Even when you're wasting your life away, laying on the couch, sitting on the couch, whatever it is. And don't get me wrong, again, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. I've spent the last two days, two hours a day or better out in the sun by my ponds cleaning my ponds feeding my fish working on the yard just enjoying the 
beauty that we've had here in Houston the last couple of days was the most incredible days I've seen in a long time. And that, and to me, is being well-invested. It's well-invested into the things in life that are most important, right? But it's that other stuff that's not important. We'll take a short break. Be right back with the Del Walmsley Radio Show. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. For those of you that uh, aren't aware, each year we have uh, what we call our Wealth and Passive Income Expo. It's a giant gathering of some of the top real estate investors in the country uh, that are what we call independent real estate investors. That means it's you, me, our friends, a couple of us to get together, but it's not big corporations. This is all people. And typically we have between 3,500 and 5,000 people. That's the numbers we've had the last couple of years in these events. And that's a massive number of people that actually are in real estate. You don't want to miss this event. Every year, people come to it and say it's like two days of drinking through a fire hose. Now, the first day, you can sign up for, if you want, a bus tour where we take you to four different properties. We actually have eight different properties, but we have four buses going to each of the four different properties. You can go to any four. There may be an opportunity for you to buy tickets to go to all eight this year, but I'm not sure. But usually it's just four, and you're then going to get to see what we do and how we do it, how we make our, our millions of dollars by renovating these apartment complexes, fix them up and turn them around and make them worth more. It's also on the expo the next day. Oh, then we come back from there. We have lunch and we serve breakfast and lunch on that event. Then we come back uh, to a cocktail party and we debrief what we saw so everybody can learn and discuss what they learned. Then after that, the next day, we have uh, the expos all day long. We have the big hall and we have speakers in the big hall. And then we have breakout rooms where there are different educators in each of these rooms. And there's many, many, many of them. I don't know how many of them there are, but there's lots of them and it goes on all day long. And in fact, I actually have a list of them. Now that I saw this on the website, I went to the website and there's a whole, all kinds of stuff. Just it's more than I will spend time sharing with you. Just go to the website, go to lifestyles unlimited and look up the 2021 wealth and passive expo and bus tour. And by the way, that's September 3rd and 4th this year in Irving, Texas. I've got another email here I want to share with you. It's uh, another tenant question uh, along the same lines as the one we talked about before, but a little bit different, and I'll share this one with you. It says, how does your property management handle tenants that put in maintenance requests every month that end up being landlord responsibilities? Okay, let's start there with one sentence, and then we'll break this paragraph down sentence by sentence. First thing we do is, before we let any tenant move into any house we have or any apartment we have, we make sure everything is absolutely perfect. Now you think about it. If everything is perfect, there's no reason for a tenant to call you and say that there's a repair. So a lot of landlords just let people move in and then they find out the stuff is wrong as the tenants bring it to their attention that it's wrong. We don't let that happen because we fix everything. There's nothing to call us about. If everything is perfect, everything is perfect. There's no understanding that. Say, well, what if something breaks? Things don't break. I want you to stare at something and watch it break. Things don't break. People wear things out. And over periods of time, mechanical things wear out. And so if you've got a water heater and it's 10 years old and the tenant moves in and you haven't replaced it for 10 years and the water heater wears out on the 10-year and two-day mark, it's not that tenant's fault. And he's calling you because he's got problems. 
and he wants them fixed. And it is your fault. And it is your price and your problem and your money. We had somebody inspect our water here. I'm just using water here because we saw water in the pan under the water heater. What does that mean? That means there's rust and the water heater is about ready to go out. So we call in plumber. We get a bid. We got to replace the water heaters. If we don't replace the water heaters, they're going to break. And then we're going to have a problem. And since we're not tenants, we wouldn't be calling anybody, be calling ourselves. But we'll be irritated at ourselves because we let it happen. So this guy has got to see that. There is nothing to break that's your fault unless it wears out. Goes on. I've also had tenants that never broke anything. Of course you've had tenants that never broke anything. Because some tenants are great. And some tenants are great until they're not. And once they're not, then they're not. Next. Also, do you have any one that's willing to do a... HELOC on a home where the owner has bad credit and lots of equity so I can join your mentoring program. If you have lots of equity, you can get an asset-based loan. In other words, they're going to tie up your house and give you some portion of what it's worth, but not a large portion of what it's worth. They might give you 50%, 50, 60 cents on the dollar. And yes, they can do that. Do I know them? No, I do not because I don't have bad credit. So I don't deal with those particular concerned people. However, they're out there and you can look them up. I'm trying to think of, I can even think of somebody to send you to, but I really can't because again, I do multifamily myself now. I don't do single family, so I don't even know single family lenders. But the answer is yes, there are people out there that will do it for you. Next question. You mentioned finance or sell. Currently, depending on the income, I'm not sure about you because it all hot air on the radio, no proof of evidence what you do. Wow. That's an interesting statement. You mentioned refinance or sell, but I currently depend on the income, must be of the property, and I'm not sure about you because it's all hot air on the radio, no proof of evidence that your idea works. Wow, that's an amazing statement, is it not? It just in and of itself. 30 years I've been bringing people on here once or twice a week, testifying to the success. We have people every single month in every office we have getting up and testifying to the results. And to this guy, it's all hot air. Wonder why the guy has bad credit. Maybe it has to do with his approach to life. And he thinks everything is hot air. I've never heard you bring a tenant on the air and tell you that they're happy. Well, guy, my product is education for investors, not education for tenants. So I'm not going to bring tenants on. I'm going to stay 98 to 100% occupied by doing right to tenants. But I'm not going to bring a tenant on the radio to tell you he's a happy tenant. Instead, I'm going to bring you in someone who's retired. It's not just the money. It's the lifestyle. Here's Del Wamsley. Four different times in my life, a truck hit me. I fell down. They thought I was dead. They took me to the hospital. They took all the pieces, taped them back on again, and threw me back out there. And I go, wow, okay, I'm back again. And then, boom, another truck hit me. I've had staph. I've had cancer. I almost died of a ruptured appendix. You name it, I've had it go wrong with me. Terrible diabetes, all kinds of structural, physical injuries. This all started happening right when I turned 50. And from 50 to 60, this 10 years has just been murder. I can't imagine what 60 to 70 will be like if I even survive. But to have gone through this and to say, wow, I am so happy to say that in age 27, 28, 29, I decided that I better get something going. And so two and a half years after I started investing in real estate, at 34 years of age, I was able to retire. 
Have a great day. Hope that answers your questions. And remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.